Hello, today's podcast episode is going to discuss the bittersweet pangs of nostalgia, having a map of memory, and the sentiments we may place on small trivial things, why we remember some small little things, and why we might not remember others. This is a special episode because I'm not alone. I am joined by Tamia, who you may or may not know her as Girl Cloud. She's also made the music for this podcast and has given our intros and outros a dreamy and buttery sound to saying hello and goodbye. And naturally, Tamia and I gravitate towards nostalgic conversations and we reminisce over small moments we may replay like broken records every now and then. So I was excited to have her in the space because she is the master of creating ghosts of memory, whether it is in her music, film photography, journaling, or any other tactile hobbies that she's gathered. Everything she creates seems to belong in a keepsake box or that shoebox that you might keep underneath your cupboards or in your wardrobes so that you want to take out when you feel like you want to just go through a lot of memories like a scrapbook. Tamia, as if I haven't already talked to you for the past like five minutes, welcome to Wholeheartedly. I think this is, you are the first guest of Wholeheartedly podcast. I know. (laughs) Don't cry. It's okay. (laughs) I'm really new to this, obviously, but I think it'll be it'll be an interesting conversation because one I haven't seen you in so freaking long and it'll be like super cool to just have just this conversation where we just kind of talk about things that we like because we always like to talk about things that we like yeah Tamia for everyone out there listening is super cool I think if I was let's say a middle schooler and I'm only doing this because I do teach middle school, I would probably think she was a little bit too cool for me to talk to, and I would just kind of thank her a little bit. Tamia (laughs) is a musician. She's also a friend who I've known for so long. It's a little bit crazy. We were internet friends. I think that's the official term for it. And then Now we're forever friends. Honestly, I attach your kind of work and your art with just the word nostalgia like as we Uh are kind of creating things and like every time you take a photo I'm just thinking that is gonna be a memory you look back on and think oh my gosh this had my whole heart Mm -hmm. because I don't know if you know this but one of I think the first photo I've ever been in in film photography is actually a photo that you took in 2017 yeah, yeah, you well, know the, the photo, first time. Right? Which one was this? Was it was it at Planty Cafe? Or were we Chica. walking? Oh, oh, yeah, and that was like probably like my second year of shooting. I think that rose like one of my most favorites. To the listeners out there, and if you don't know 
what Tika is. It used to be a coffee slash tea place. It's a cafe. I spent a lot of time reading there, spending a lot of rainy days in there. Coincidentally, a lot of the times I went there was when it was raining and I would stay a while. I would read. I also did some studying there. Me and my teaching friends who were doing the PGCE certification we finished our assignments there for a little bit during a break. I believe it was winter break. So there's a lot of memories that are held there. I've been going there since 2016-ish, and it definitely it, it closed just recently, I think, um, in this past year, which is really sad. Hear me relay the news to Tamiya and have her just be a little bit upset about it. Also, by the way, Tika now no longer exists. It's oh, gone forever. Yeah. And oh my god. I never I never went back there for the last time. I think I wanted to, yeah. but I was also thinking like I do, I also don't want to, you know, because mm. I hate saying goodbyes and yeah. When places shut yeah. down, I I'm, I'm sure like you've experienced this in the past like 2 years, but yes, a lot of places yes. kind of struggle to kind of hold their own kind of business together and then they yeah, end up just kind of uprooting mm-mm. especially after the pandemic like a lot of places i used to hang out in um like throughout university they're like gone it's like i recently actually um we drove through my university road and like i don't know it feels like it was just wiped out because all weird. the like yeah it's weird and like wow it's like i just blinked and suddenly they're all gone and like i don't know there's there's really only like these memories to hold on to so well i'm glad that like if i look back at my camera roll i have pictures of those places but it's like i didn't have to get that one last i didn't get to have that one last coffee that one last cookie or whatever it's fast yeah i guess pandemic made it a lot worse for them Yeah, I remember, I think there was a point in time, this was pre-pandemic, but one of my favorite cafes in the world, at some point in time, they wanted to close. And I remember at that point in time, I started having just like this spiraling vortex of like, oh my God, oh my gosh, they're closing. Um, Where do I go now? Where do I hide? Ah, Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, what do I do on my final day there? Like, what do I say to them? Do I give them What do you order? What do I order? Do I order something new? (laughs) (laughs) Every single drink. Um, Do I also like, you know, talk to other customers? I don't know. It's like, it sets up to be, you know, there's going to be a final time where you step foot in your favorite place and you might not even know it. Um, Thankfully, they do didn't close a lot of these places are like places i would go to when we like when we were in uni so like i feel like when places close it's like a time marker in like a weird yeah way definitely i think when we started like driving around again at least because that's how we eased into going out not really going to places immediately but more like driving around cities and stuff um we passed by a lot of streets and like neighborhoods where I used to hang out with my friends and um yeah we did that this one like New Year's Day we drove through this highway and like yeah we were passing by a lot of the places I used to go to and like it hurt a lot because I couldn't even I, I don't know like 
as you said, like the last time I was there in those places, I didn't even know it would be the last time. And I found myself like wishing, oh, I wish I stayed out later that night or <laughs> I... Um, I wish I tried their, I don't know, their special drink or something. Like, for example, um, my the road where my university is. I feel like whenever I drive there, it'll always feel like I'm just jumping into this, I don't know, into this, like, I don't know, like a pool of feelings. And when I'm there, I'm suddenly maybe 19 years old. I could be yes. driving there, right? I'm pretty sure yeah. you know the feeling. Yeah. And like, yeah. Suddenly, you're worrying about um, that class you have in two hours. Um, you're worrying about that friend that you're maybe having some kind of miscommunication with. Things like that. Like, very specific um, problems of the times where, when you were in those places a lot. And um, I think it's... It's a different kind of pang when you're going through them. Because mm-hmm. when you're there again, at like a certain point in the future, far away from those times when you were always there, like, I don't know. And it's also like the sounds and um, especially the food. Yes. So yeah. Oh God, everything. Like everything, all the five yeah. senses. Yes, like, just, yes. I, I think it's also like, I don't know. I know everyone gets this. This is not a uncommon thing, but you know when seasons change in different countries? Like, let's say mm. you go to like somewhere that's winter and suddenly you feel like, whoa, this is like... Because when it gets, I think, autumn or winter here, I suddenly think of me walking home from school every day when I was in high school for some reason. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, this is odd because I personally... I'm literally an adult now, but every time it turns winter or I feel like a winter breeze, we connect it with either something that's really bittersweet, right? Like, oh, that was a nice time. But then it also, it's always like bittersweet because it's like you think of a really nice time and you think of at the same time something so far away. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh man, like it's, it's been a while. Also like, the thing about, you know, thinking of people that you knew at the time in like certain mm. places you spent with them. And it's like, I feel like I have a lot of, I struggle a lot with accepting the fact that life is in chapters. <sighs> like, I know yes, it's a normal thing, yes. but it's, it's so sad. And like, sometimes I walk around and I'm like, everyone has currently, like, I'm sure everyone who's walking around me in the supermarket, for example, Um, is going through something like they're losing someone or like they haven't talked to a friend in a while but here they are just buying their groceries acting normal just like they're functioning and life goes on and I'm like obviously I'm thinking about this whilst I'm holding like I don't know enoki mushrooms or something and I'm lining up (laughs) mood mood. Um, I feel like you and I both probably have like these kind of emotional pangs of like thought out of yeah. nowhere. Yes, like you could just be doing the most ordinary thing. Like, um and then suddenly like you don't even notice you're just walking, but then you're thinking about other things from before. So yeah, like I think it's cause we're both very sentimental creatures. Like I um yeah, I mean when you're sentimental it's like every little detail you just wanna hold on to. 
This yeah. is why I say again, mood. I, I, like, there's no other word that will encompass every single feeling in the world that you feel all at once. Yeah, like, today yeah. I was hanging out with um, one of my colleague friends. Um, she recently had a baby, which is amazing. Um, wow. And she's, like, learning how to be a mom. And, like, yeah. oh, gosh, it was so cute just to see him in person. But mm. one thing that did come up in my brain was this baby can only process, like, one or two emotions at once and he doesn't know whether or not to cry or laugh he also doesn't know like at some point he looked like he was grimacing at me but then half a second later he's like giggling and i'm like okay so and there's you no have object the permanence <laughs> there's no object permanence and so i was like um yeah i was just like wow like he's gonna develop so many branches of emotion when he grows up like that goes to all babies right but like i was once that simple and now we've just kind of learned how to separate our feelings into different categories yeah and we have to express those feelings or at least um you know like give justice to them in different ways so i think like that's why yeah that's why i tend to like hoard pictures I tend to journal a lot. Mm. Everything, as cliche as it sounds, I think creating is a really good way of um, creating and hobbies. Really good ways of like letting out emotions and stuff. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, how often do I actually look back at my journals? Because, I mean, like, I do look back at. I do look. A, I do look back. I do, I do look, look back, back at journals from, like, I think one or two years prior to the current year, but. Do I actually look back at journals that I've written in 2017? Like, that's a while mm. ago. And I honestly, I don't know about you, but I'm terrified of looking I back at my journal in 2017. I can't. Like, <laughs> I just, like, when I look at my old, when I look at my old journals, I just, like, okay, I'm going to look at the most colorful, the prettiest pages, but I'm not going to read it because I can't face what... I'm just... Uh, I would cringe so bad. Like, I, I can't... I don't know, down the line, if someone were to find a box of my journals, oh and, my God. you know, depending on which one they chose to look at, uh, <sighs> I'm, I'm scared. so sorry, world. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, like, it's the whole concept of having your diary kind of seen in the future, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like I low-key would actually want someone to pick up maybe the most recent diary mm. and, like, just have a little flip because, one it looks cool there's a lot of like like scrap paper and like footnotes and i think you do the same thing where we just kind of paste yeah Mm. we paste whatever we want in there i think actually a lot of my paper waste goes into my journal because it's like well i guess this is a memory (laughs) yeah (laughs) like oh is a seat from the grocery store that's a memory (laughs) like that that tissue with the logo from that restaurant you ate at like earlier (laughs) It's like yeah. in- it's like instead of like keeping it in my wallet for how many months, I'm gonna journal it. Like when I went to, I think a while ago in 2016, I went to like the UK and they gave me, I don't know where this was, but they gave us chopsticks wrapped in paper, um, like a paper sleeve, and on the sleeve was like instructions on how to use chopsticks. And I was oh, like, I'm keeping cute. this. That's... I'm gonna keep this. It's cute. <laughs> I think in that moment, I was like, I can see the humor in this. I am going to keep this because 
I think this is a fundamental moment. It's actually an assignment. So they made us do like papers, but as well on the course when we were in the UK, they're like, you guys have to keep a journal and we're going to mark it after. And I was like, this is my assignment. So I was putting all sorts of things in my journal. And I remember people just looking like in a, they're nice people, but they were looking at me like, you're going to put that in your journal too. And I'm like, yeah. Yep. I think they were found it. They probably found it weird because they were like, so you're going to let our course teachers mark your journal with this chopstick sleeve in it. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. Um, Why spice it up a bit? Like, need something more tangible. Stickers. There's like receipts for everything. Like, yes, yeah, I want to document the time where I bought like, I don't know, a donut from yes. like Tesco. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. The most like <laughs> random, like ordinary stuff. I did the same thing recently because um, recently I went out with my partner and um, we went to this. So we went to this. Okay, there's this like neighborhood in Makati City here called Poblacion. So it's like. The party place. I think if anyone from Manila listens to this podcast, they'll probably be like, oh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> the... Place. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm not really a party person, but um, I only started going to those places because my friends would go there and they would play there because some of my friends are DJs. and um, So, we went there recently and um, I was like thirsty as heck because it's like a summer night and... I bought, like, a bottle of water from one of the nearby convenience stores, like, near to the club we were at, and, like, I kept the receipt, and I literally wrote in my journal, I pasted it, put it on my journal, and I was like, wow, I missed this, hydrating myself after a night out (laughs) with a cold bottle of water, and, like, yeah, because, I don't know, those small things... I think especially after being starved of, like, social interaction and, like, going out and everything, I cherish everything even more. Like, if I wasn't already sentimental... I mean, like, if I was already sentimental back then, now it's, like... Boom. A billion times more. Yeah, like, boom. Like, ten billions, billions, billions times more. Like, you talk about how, like you're even more sentimental i find myself sentimental right now when i'm left kind of alone to do my thing as in like to just exist and like unfortunately i think i've i mean right now i'm on easter break and it's like a week long um honestly i spent the past like seven days just being myself which is actually a rare occurrence Mm -hmm. that i found like i feel like for me because I'm working a lot and my job essentially is to be a performer in terms of like you are a teacher you have Mm -hmm. to perform every day every classroom is a stage blah 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 um I don't have like moments where I can be sentimental because I'm always like I need to get make sure that this is done and that is done but but here's the thing lately because I'm switching jobs and I'm going to a different school my gosh everything that happens from i think from february onwards everything that has happened that has been positive at my work experience or anything just neutral actually not even a blatantly positive experience (laughs) my little thought in my brain is like oh my god you're gonna miss this so much i get look at this Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't know like your brain obviously always prepares you for change so they're always trying to it's always trying to like pocket things for you if you're lucky right sometimes my brain can be a sieve but 
um, you tend to remember like a lot of things when you know that you're gonna leave it soon like you kind of store it a little bit Mm -mm. so there were there are things like there are moments where like a student would be talking to me and I'm like perfectly normal looking I'm just like answering like on the spot like yeah yeah and they'll ask a question and then they'll say something funny and I'm like responding in real time but like I have that kind of out of body experience (laughs) where like my thought process decides to go you're really gonna miss this like one conversation oh my gosh it's gonna be it's it's over look it's gonna be over in 30 seconds you're gonna leave this conversation oh my soon. god i like, get that. all the I while get that. i'm yeah. still talking to this person yeah um i think like for me well my last year of university was online because um yeah that's just like 2020 to 2021 so yeah that's just my last year of university and even if it was just like everything over zoom and stuff i was so okay during the first few months of my last year i was like i just want to get this over with i hate zoom university (laughs) this is so sad i can't believe i'm spending my senior year like this but when it got to like the last few classes i don't know i never thought i'd be sentimental about like i don't know a philosophy class over zoom it's like everything like the any semblance of like that time that you're about to say goodbye to it's like i want to hoard it all i want to keep it in my brain so i never forget because you know it's gonna be gone even just beginning my final year at university i remember going to like a lecture and it was like oh my gosh this is like the last first semester i'm ever gonna have ah oh my goodness anything you did like last whatever and it's like a comedy because it's like every little thing (laughs) It's like I can be a crybaby about something in an yeah. instant. Like, and I don't know. There are so many times where I'd be riding like the same bus mm. route, and at some point I would look at a specific view outside the window and I'd be like, oh my gosh, there's that view. I'm not going to see that for a while. Okay, it's gone. All right, moment over. Um, let's continue yes. our day. But then yes. every now and then, every time I did that bus route for that final year of university, my brain was like, you're never gonna see that like that specific window view again yeah i think it's because um so even if you know technically those places are always gonna be there or maybe they're not gonna be you know they're gonna be around for a while i think it's also knowing that you won't be there as the same person that you were the last time yeah like um if i so if i drove through my university road now i mean it's still the same place right but I'm not a college student anymore, or I'm not the same age I was when I was making all these memories that uh, made me like love that road so much. So I think that's it for for me at least. Like that's why um, I tend to get so sentimental, especially when I know that um, a certain phase is coming to a close associated with that certain place. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I remember like walking through my campus after I've graduated just to collect something and let's go alumni. Oh my god, let's go alumni. <laughs> um, and it felt like I don't know, like as if I used to be part of a painting and you just kind of cut me out with scissors and you tried yeah. to put me back in there and yeah. I I don't fit in there. Like I don't go there anymore. Also, like we have little oh there are like little flaws if you try and put me back in there and it's really freaky for me to think about because I actually wasn't going to take the teaching route I was thinking about like to like keep studying but at the mm. same time 
now that I think about it in hindsight, I think I wanted to keep studying because I didn't want to let go of like a version of me that obviously I felt like was content with studying my subject. I don't know, like change is good because it kind of reveals that stuff about you. But it's like, okay, that's my campus. And this is me now. We are passing like ships in the night and that's it. But then I'll Mm -hmm. look at like film photos or like disposable camera photos. For some reason, those photos hit harder than photos on like your phone or like. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. Like, I think maybe because for film, like you really cherish every single photo that is being taken like why do you think that film photos for you at least like have a little bit more of that sentimental glow or like nostalgic Mm. filter over it well one i think it's like the physical experience of it so you have your camera and like of course you have to like wind the film advance the film you have to click or something oh i can hear it yeah (laughs) yeah right see like i think anyone who's ever shot with like analog cameras you'll know and that's the whole part of it and even like even like the fear of um loading a roll of film it's like oh i hope i i hope i don't like (laughs) make a mistake because oh my god that's gonna cost a lot (laughs) literally but yeah well i guess it's also because um since we grew up with everything digital, I think that's a huge factor because I do think about it. Like, film cameras, what digital cameras or phone cameras are to us now, that's mm-hmm. what film cameras were to adults before when they were younger. I think when I started shooting on film, I've had a lot of my, like, my aunts and uncles tell me, like, why are you shooting on film? You have your yeah. camera already. Yeah. Like, why are you using the cameras from our times? And I'm like, well... Like, not even... I think not even, like, analog for me, but, like, w- the first time I told my dad I wanted to, r- like, develop a disposable camera. Like, one, he didn't know that I was taking photos with a disposable for, like, like a month or so. And mm. I, I didn't know how to explore back then still and so I was like um I want to develop this film I don't know where to go to though can we go somewhere to develop it and the look he gave me is forever ingrained in my brain like he <laughs> just I like lovingly obviously but he was like suddenly you take disposable film photos like do you know how like why you literally have a phone like you you have like it a could camera take better camera pictures yeah. stuff like that yeah. yeah it's like you literally have all the technology at your disposal like why do you want that delay or like kind of hesitancy of taking a photo not seeing how it turns out but i think that's the joy of it right like everyone loves yes, yes. to get their their role developed because it's like oh my gosh like everything i get back is like you know you wait for the image to load and you're like oh that actually turned out really well or like it's also um like it definitely gives you a delay right like you Mm -hmm. take the photo you have to wait a while and it kind of forces you to kind of jump back and reflect a little bit on like when that memory occurred and Mm -hmm. I don't know about you but I have like vivid memories of every single moment where I have clicked the camera like I remember why I clicked it I remember what was happening like I have a film photo of one of my friends just I think she found like a plate like a dish or 
and like a knife, like a butter knife at this kind of home decor store. And she really, she found so much joy in it. I was like, this is a, this is a, this is a film moment. And I was like, I took a photo of it despite it being in terrible indoor lighting. And obviously Mm -hmm. the wrong exposure film for that was being used. Um, I remember just taking that photo and that was like the first photo on that film roll. <laughs> and every time I look at it, it makes me giggle because it's like, this is a photo where she's like pointing the butter knife at me with like a dish that she's holding that she's so happy about. Like it's a little thing. It's like a senti- It creates a sentimental moment, even though yes. it's something like if I had it on my phone, it would just be like, oh, it was there and I could have taken it. Yeah. Cause I, well, I think, um, with taking photos on film, well, I think for me, one of the biggest factors, like, why I actually think about why, like, what I shoot, well, well of course, like, financial reasons, because a roll of film is, like, no joke, especially now, mm-hmm. but, um, but that also plays into, like, of course, like, what you choose to shoot. It's nice, I think that pictures on film, you immediately know that they have, like, a special, like, a different kind of bearing to them. Like, those moments you specifically chose to save those shots for. I think also, the interesting about shooting with film, I think especially since, like, we're digital natives, like, when we shoot on film, uh, we have to let go of those tendencies of just, like, clicking the shutter. Because, you know, when Hmm. you're shooting on digital, you you can afford, like, all the shots that you want to take. But with film, I feel like, um, for me, I've always tried to balance between being spontaneous but also thinking really thinking about what I'm going to shoot cuz I think I'm pretty sure like I've had some photos where I was like okay I'm just going to click the shutter whatever happens let's hope it turns out to be a good photo well. or, yeah and like it's it's like a gamble and that's the exciting part of it too like I think it, it could turn out bad, it could turn out good. And that's, like, the whole fun of it, too. Yeah, it's, like, my way of being a rebel is, like, well, I'm just gonna, well, I'm just gonna click a button. I'm not fine. gonna Let's... think about, I'm not gonna think about this shot. I'm just yeah. gonna take it. <laughs> Here we go. Who knows? Yeah, it could be good. It's, like, one of those, I love that term that you said, the, we are digital natives. I feel like the part of analog, <laughs> like, anything to do with analog, so, like, things like photography, um it could even be journaling is that we have a limit to something so for the photography it's like we have a limit for you know how many shots we have or like how much film roll we can take or like whether the light is good for this specific daylight roll or if it's like a nighttime roll and that makes us more aware of like in the moment when something is like perfectly able to be put in a time capsule let's say Mm -hmm with journaling i just know that it's so tangible and like tactile that i need like a table i need like or like something (laughs) flat to write on or i I my pen might yeah my pen might run out of ink like i need good lighting actually strangely i feel like i'm a maximalist in terms of journaling like i keep a physical journal and i also have like my daily planner and i also have my phone for like digital just like my notes app everyone has a good notes app I I don't know. I love the idea that we have limitations for documenting our memories. Um, And at the same time, like, we also have no limitations. And it's about when we want to use which one. 
for what i don't know like maybe it just forces us to slow down like we take photos and it's like a moment where you're like huh i'm not moving at a hundred you know kilometers per second it's like yeah it's like you can just suspend you can just stop everything for a while like oh look at that cute tree look at that yeah look at that sunset or look at those dogs across the street I would You're literally, literally saying that, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I am, I am looking. I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can see it. <laughs> like, 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 Tamiya, yeah, Tamiya's making me, like, look at trees that don't, I'm like, oh, I know, I know, I can see the tree. <laughs> the kids. <laughs> when did you start kind of using film? Like, why did you pick up a film camera for the first time? Well, I started in 2016. Um, my family and I went to the States and I think, well, I know that there you can just buy like disposable cameras everywhere. So I think I would go to Walmart. I think it was, yeah, it was Kodak, Kodak ISO 800 disposable camera. And I was like, okay, let's, I was, so that was 2016. I was 17 or turning 17. Yeah. So I was like, I want to try something new. So I wasn't really thinking much about it, but then, um, so once I got back home, I brought, I think I used up around maybe four cameras there. Um, I brought it to the store, had it developed and scanned, and, um, I think I was just, like, intoxicated by the feeling of, like, I waited for these pictures for so long, and, like, this is something that I was able to relate, like, something I shared with my parents, because when I told them that I wanted to try shooting with film. They were like, yeah, we used to do that when we were your age. I got really, I I loved the feeling of um, sitting down at the photography store, using their computers, and um, because in in that store, when I used to have my film developed and scanned there, they would give it to me in a CD, not even like a USB. Oh, same. Yeah, right? I I guess that's how it's like in um, like older stores, maybe. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot I would go about to that. Film. Yeah, what? right? That's even that's part of the experience too. That's what? part of like the tactile experience, right? Like I, yeah, like now it's just like cuz when I go develop my film, they just give it to me in like a Google Drive folder. Mm. And it like at first I think the first time I developed film like recently in this kind of age was I was so shocked by how accessible it was like because yes, it was yeah. digitalized already. I didn't like it wasn't like it was developed like on a like a photograph like it Mm. was literally already on my phone if I want to post it I could post it yeah yeah unlike um maybe like three only three four years ago yeah usually they just give it to you in cds and yeah I think that was like a fun part of it for me because even then it's like not something you can because again I think it it goes back to how we were like in between everything being hyper digital everything being so accessible versus things being sort of quote-unquote old-fashioned like um i i think i even reached cassettes a bit like i remember in grade school i used to cassette for this like music class same even floppy discs oh my god right It's weird. I remember someone asking me the other day. Someone asked me the other day. I don't remember who. And when I say the other day, I mean like probably months ago. I don't know. Time isn't real. (laughs) Um, But someone asked me like, 
do you know what a floppy disk is? And I was like, yes. And they're like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, also, I was also shocked that I knew what a floppy disk was because I don't actually remember using one. Yeah. But I remember seeing one around the yes. house all the time as a kid. Obviously, when you're a kid. Same. Yeah. Why do you need to use one? But like CDs, obviously. Like I remember getting the Taylor Swift Speak Now, of course, like, or the Taylor Swift Fearless CD for like yes. the first time, and being like, this is this is like an experience because you can't really like mix your playlists and like yeah, you know play yeah. other songs. You have to actually play everything like each like the track by track which is why like i think that's why i've developed this habit now of the first time i listen to an album i have to listen to it in order and if it's on shuffle i feel guilty like they're looking at me they're judging (laughs) me like i know that i know these musicians probably arrange them in a certain way why am i shuffling this album yeah like why am i shuffling but like i also understand like the thrill of like shuffling an album that maybe you already know and like listening to you know a song that suddenly like it's a nice surprise and it pops up which i think you know how like you're in a restaurant sometimes or like a store and suddenly it'll play like your favorite song or like a song that you really like jam to sometimes and suddenly you're like whoa oh my god and for some reason because they're playing it you weren't the one who selected the song it's like a great experience because like oh my yeah. gosh they were thinking of me they're not but <laughs> I was like in, but i was in the right place at the right time at least yeah there's this it's kind of like a shop or like an environment little like love letter to you that like hey this song is something you're gonna enjoy here you go it's gonna fill the ambiance it's gonna become the environment and now you're gonna think about this place probably whenever the song plays i love that like i think it's oh my god i love i just love things (laughs) i actually called you here just to like talk about how i love things um yeah i I love that are we just gonna cry here I think for listeners to get context is like Tamiya and I have never had a kind of spoken conversation outside of seeing each other in person, which is obviously a while ago. Yeah, like the only, well, Clara and I have only hung out twice in 2017 and 2018 when I was visiting Hong Kong in the summer with my grandmothers who she met. (laughs) We have the same birthday as well that was really weird to find out um i think actually i always i always think about um one of the conversations i had with tamia and like her family when she was visiting because i like we had dinner together once i remember it was like at the food court at this mall um Mm -hmm. and it was hectic because there was like so many of us right and there was a moment And I'll always remember this. And sometimes it does make me tear up a little bit where I think your grandmother was like, you know, she looked at me and she was like, she pointed at you guys and like her and herself. And (laughs) she was like, we're crazy, but we're good people. And I was like, (laughs) I'm about to cry to my udon right now. Like it was really sweet. And I was also like, there's just so much like, I think love an affection and care and like let's say a community that is just you know bustling and like just loud and like there's so mm-hmm. much going on and it's kind of like I just don't have that kind of connection with the adults that I grew up alongside and so mm-hmm. 
to hear those words like if we're gonna talk about remembering small little details from like the past that was one of the things that like even now like sometimes i'll get home from like the grocery store after seeing like i don't know just like strangers being completely like absurd with each other and like but like in a family and stuff and like this little kind of dialogue will pop into my head where it's like you know we're crazy but we're good people and i'm like stop it it's, <laughs> it's a time oh, my um, heart oh, yeah so it's happy. i don't know i don't think i've ever told you that but like that's like one vivid dialogue that i replay when i think back to when you were in hong kong it's just strange because you remember these little footnotes i have a footnote for you yeah i i think we were walking in central and um, you kind of, we were like walking beside each other and then I think you kind of circled behind me and then <laughs> I think you thought you were slick but I felt you like slip your letter into my bag and then <laughs> you just like poop. and then you walked away from me like maybe three steps as if nothing happened and like <laughs> I was like Oh my god Wait okay one I don't remember that But it sounds like something that I would have done Um, Wait okay Okay wait so context is I actually try to sneakily give you a letter Without giving you a letter Yeah I think I don't know Maybe well it kind of makes sense now Like with you like when we talked about Earlier how you don't like saying Goodbye to places I think, I feel like, like, I'm thinking back to it. Maybe that was, like, our last day of hanging out. And, yeah, you did slip a letter into my bag. And then I was like, (laughs) okay, I noticed that, but I'm not going to mention it. We're going to pretend (laughs) not. Yeah, so that Clara doesn't feel, like, awkward or whatever. And I'm going to read this special little letter when I get back home. (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, something I I won't forget. I don't remember that. My spy skills were very questionable. (laughs) Um, also, I mean, whilst walking on the road, are you serious, Clara? What the heck were you thinking? Yeah, so that's, good. Like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I find it interesting because I didn't. Well, I guess I didn't hear my grandma saying that to you. That that line that like we're crazy, but we're good people. But you remember yeah. it. You don't remember putting that l- quote unquote <laughs> yeah. sneaking quote unquote sneaking that letter into my bag. Oh. But I remember it. Yeah, that's. I mean, like, we see the world through, like, our perspective, right? And, like, what we kind of tunnel vision on. It's kind of like like in movies when we see just one character's perspective and, like, they yeah. are so unaware of, like, everything else around them and we're like, you're such a fool. Why can't you see the world around <laughs> you? I mean, I remember your grandmother saying what she said and me thinking, like, Tamiya definitely did not hear this, but my God, I am about to cry into my udon. In the Um, food court. In the food court of all places. Also, one of the more, like, busy food courts that, like, obviously is not a place to cry Mm -hmm. in. Um, But, yeah, I think it's really interesting to hear, like, also the fact that you remember that. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Um, I guess, likewise. I don't know. I feel like anyone who is lucky enough to be your friend is also lucky enough to, like, experience just, like, the radiance of, like, what it means to, like, kind of keep memories as, like, a friend. I don't know if anyone out there has seen this video, but Tamiya has sung a bunch of songs with, like, 
little plants beside her and her dog just sleeping in front of her. And that's like my favorite video of all time. Tiesto. Also, the amount of people I've shown Tiesto's account to is getting bigger and bigger. Um, Yeah, like my flatmate Isabel, like I remember showing her Tiesto's account and she was like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my god! And like every time she, she loves, I love the captions. It's like so accurate because that's him. He's the one managing his own account. Yeah, it's not and us. And she has like, she has a dog called Cinnamon who is the same age as Tiesto and is also like a poodle kind of looking looking creature. Aww. But oh my god, we've been recording for an hour. That wasn't that was an hour already. That was an hour. Yeah, what? can you believe we've been talking for an hour? Um, I'm sure, like by the time I've edited to this point, it won't be an hour long. But like, hopefully, sometime in the future, like we can actually maybe I can visit your hometown. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Like, I, if you get to come here, I'll bring you to like all the places that all the places I I would cry <laughs> a river for. All the places I've written about. We're going to cry whilst we do this. And, yes. and like, journal. Just cry yeah. all day and journal. <laughs> and oh, we'll, okay. like, keep all the receipts. Yeah, okay. So thank you for being being that other second voice today. I'm oh. really happy that you're the first guest. I'm really like, I'm really content with this decision. I was like, I don't know if oh. Tamiya wants to be on my podcast, but like, <laughs> can she please come by? Um, if you are listening out there still, thank you so much for thank still you. being here. Thank you for joining us in our tornado of ramblings. I think it's, it's, it's nice to kind of think about these things that we normally don't have space to talk about for like a period mm-hmm. of time in the day. Um, and if you're shooting on film now and you're joining us with these kind of hobbies of like journaling and tactile things, mm-hmm. um, hopefully this episode was for you. So Tamia and I are going to now say goodbye to you. Goodbye. Wholeheartedly. Tamia and Clara. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs>